Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, has their fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TA KO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products as well? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, just go to TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show? Broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, we'll hear from Mike Tomlin upcoming in 15 minutes. Then Mark Dominic will join us. We'll ask Mark Dominic, like, what do you do when you got an absolute stinker and you got him under contract for like four years? And I, I would say this this is the thing. In basketball, I would not negotiate a trade with Danny Ainge. He has a tendency to fleece you. Look what he did with the Minnesota Timberwolves. He fleeced them. The trade was so bad that the Nets tried to replicate it or, or, or add to it for Kevin Durant, who's a far better player than Rudy Gobert, and couldn't because that trade was so bad in Minnesota. Um, in the NFL, you know what I wouldn't get? I wouldn't get anybody that the Patriots, the Patriots allowed to walk. And you're like, well, well, Tom Brady won a Super Bowl. He did. And last year he was good. He wasn't as good as he had been previously. Tom Brady is the exception to every rule. Just generally the exception to every rule. Um, but J.C. Jackson, 
just forgetting how to play football and getting lost last night. That's a Patriots win yet again. Tom Brady was on his Let's Go podcast. And, you know, we've, I, we haven't talked about it, but other people talk about him yelling at his teammates. Here's what Brady had to say. About talking to his O-line on Sunday. I don't know if it's motivation, but I do think that it's a bad day when there's more F-bombs than touchdowns. So <laughs> that was not one of my better days. I'm the one out there speaking in the huddle, calling the plays. That's what my job is, to try to get us going and to try to rally us. And there's a lot of ways to do it. And sometimes it's some positive encouragement, which you do a lot. Sometimes it's, you know, getting on people and trying to raise the level, the sense of urgency and raising my voice and trying to create a different vibration for the whole offense. And that's ultimately what you're trying to do. Um, I believe the word we're looking for is leadership leadership and and the one problem is yeah if you miss a you miss a walkthrough it can cause cog and and you don't you're not there for 10 days in training camp it can cause people to question your ability to lead them no question so with that in mind i i I understand completely completely that people outside of football don't really get the... Why is Brady yelling? He's yelling at them. He's mean. But this is how he leads. And, you know, what happens is when a... Here's, here's why I, a quarterbacks get more leeway. Okay? Um, I thought Russell Wilson was awful last night. I know he started 10 of 10, but a lot of those were just little screen pass throws to get him going. And then... J.C. Jackson totally lost that tight end from UCLA, walks in for a touchdown. Like, th- those weren't... There was one really good throw in a rollout. Excellent throw. Big big play. Kept a drive going. But other than that, it, it wasn't anything special. But there are games in which quarterbacks play well, but they lose, and win-loss is a quarterback stat. It really is. And there's nothing they can say about it. So if it's all on your resume, nobody says like, hey, um, he played well, but his left guard was bad. People don't say that. They'll sometimes criticize an offensive line. So I don't know. Like I, the, the big question is you can't ask Brady is you have to ask other Buccaneers. And I don't think they'll give an honest answer on the record, which is do you, you know, how do you view Brady? And has that view changed because of his absences at times this year? But yelling at teammates when you've been to 10 Super Bowls and won seven of them, that's a nothing to me. An, an absolute Zero, nothing to me. All right, let's get back to a, a topic that uh, Bayer brought up last hour. It's a really, really good topic because it's very complex. No, it's not Russell Wilson and why he sucks all of a sudden. It's cheeses. Okay, so you asked me my top three cheeses, Bayer. I'm going to turn it on you, native of Wisconsin. What are your top three cheeses? Yeah, so there, there, this is the reason actually why the, the question came up because I had my own shift in rankings when I was okay. looking at, at – the we going three or five uh it's gonna just be three for me okay. because cheddar is cheddar was the alabama of my rankings like yeah. they were they were yeah. always there they were they were at the top as much as you know here we are in southern california i still like to buy sargento cheese because mm-hmm. it's uh a wisconsin cheese is it yes and so i try to go back home with that and keep those ties when we're at the local grocery store. Mm. But there is a there is a Cracker Barrel extra sharp cheddar that is just oh, truly amazing. Good. Truly amazing. 
Cracker Barrel is where? I mean, I know there are little Cracker Barrel shops everywhere, but where do they... I'm not even they? sure. I, I Yeah, I'm not sure because I, I just knew of the restaurant, and then I'm like, oh, wow, they're putting it into the uh, the grocery store. Oh, they've always had that grocery store, Cracker Barrel cheese. I, I actually knew of the Cracker Barrel cheese. I didn't know of the, the restaurant because oh, I grew really? up out here. Yeah. Right? So I had no idea until one day I was in the South. I was like, wait, they have restaurants? Like, yeah, you didn't know that? Like, yeah, they, it's like Denny's. Yeah, I don't know. So, maybe this is a chicken and egg thing of what came first, but I, I, I'm a big fan of that. But the point being of this is Cracker this Barrel is, is based in Lebanon, Tennessee. Okay. I was going to say Kentucky, but I'm, I would have been wrong on that. I mean, wrong by one state. Yeah, just a little, little South. I had cheddar number one for so long. It okay. would have been mozzarella three. But now cheddar is two, extra sharp cheddar, you know, preferably. Number one, and I and I realize that it's it's actually like it's been number one for for a while, is Parmesan, mm. because of the multi uses. I mean, put it on chicken wings, you put it on potatoes, uh, put it on a salad if you wanted. Uh, like there's. Parmesan cheese, I think, to me, is now the number one cheese in my top three rankings. Wow. Wow. Yes. Well, that's uh, that's a big change atop the rankings. Uh, Jay Stu, um, and if you're lactose intolerant, I, I guess I apologize for your stomach, but uh, your top three cheeses? You know, I was thinking about this as Dan was talking, and I think Swiss tops my list. Um, like a turkey-Swiss sandwich, delicious I could eat Swiss uh, on its own, which I think is a good barometer in mm. this conversation. Yeah. Like, if you could just pick it up and eat it, mm-hmm. that speaks to how good it is. So, okay. I'll go. Sh- I'll go Swiss it's at like the old, top. You go to old school butcher and they give you a slice of it. And you're like, man, that's really good. Yeah, right? really good. So, so to that end, um, you know, what do you call those? Uh, not cheese sticks. What do you, what do you call the mozzarella sticks? String cheese. Yeah. Mozzarella String sticks. cheese. Yeah. Mat- oh, oh, string cheese? Yeah, yeah that's cheese. two. And then uh, sharp cheddar. Okay, Ramos? Um, number three would be cheddar. Just cheddar cheese. I don't know if sharp. I guess sharp. I'm not sure exactly, but it's cheddar. There's that's a mild cheddar. There's a medium, okay. and then there's sharp. I would say mild then, not too sharp. Number two, here's where we start getting off the path, I think. Goat cheese. I've always loved goat cheese. It is. We started the segment talking about Tom Brady. So <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't think about that. And number one is provolone. I love provolone, provolone cheese. Yeah, that's my favorite. Uh, have you guys ever had Manchego? No. Oh, I haven't. I can't speak for others. But but what buyer? Uh, John's mention of provolone. I'm not laughing at that. Okay. I'm laughing at an instance. I went to Philadelphia and we went to go and get cheesesteaks. And you're supposed to get them with cheese whiz. Cheese whiz, yeah. Yes, wit whiz. It's not really cheese. Yes. But uh, my wife got hers wit whiz. And I said, uh, mine with provolone. And the guy just looked at me like I was such a loser and not a man to get mine. I got my cheesesteak with provolone on it and not with, uh, with cheese whiz. So when Johnson's provolone, I just remember being at Pat's King of Steaks at like 10.30 at night on a Saturday, being laughed at by the cook because I chose provolone on my cheesesteak. Being ridiculed for manhood because you didn't choose yeah. cheese whiz. <laughs> yes. Holy smokes. Yes. That's... You know what's gross? What? Brie. You guys brie fans? Yeah, I don't really understand the brie thing. No. It, and it's and it's work. It comes with skin. Um, Christina loves that stuff. Yeah. But it's, it's work and it's disgusting. Yeah, it's not... I'm I'm not a fan. What's that Manchego? 
Manchego. But real, real fast, can can you guys describe what the cheeses are that you're talking about? That I like. What is brie, and then what's like? What is it? Okay, taste? brie okay. has like a. It has like an exterior. It it comes in like a. Is that wax? What what is the? It, it's like a white thick exterior, and yeah, then it's some soft skin. on the inside. It's like an off white color. It doesn't smell particularly good or taste particularly good. Um, it's it's not a stinky stinky cheese, but it's in the stinkier variety. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it it has a, a I don't want to say stench. That's probably a bad word word, but a smell that you can definitely smell when you open it or have it near you. Okay. Yeah. An it, odor. Um, an odor. Okay. There's like um, uh, it's a French cheese. Um, it's the outside's called the rind. You can actually eat the rind. It's actually typically eaten. Um, but it's like a, there's like a white mold on the outside. Like it's a real hardcore cheese. It makes sense that it's French. It smell. It smells really bad. Yeah, it's it's pungent. Like you can, and like the more expensive ones are the stinkier ones, and it it smells, it smells, it smells like who farted? That's just give me that right. There's a little bit of like no, no, it's the cheese. Ah, that's that's what, where the term "cut the cheese" came I, from. By the way, it John. sounds like sure that. Yeah, what, huh? It sounds like that. Yes, cut the it, cheese. It is. It is. Did, did I have a Manchego question? No, no, I, I, I just looked it up, and so that Mon, Manchego has the skin too. But here's the difference, mm. you know, if you're if I'm just gonna eat cheese, I need it to have like a harder texture, and that Manchego is delicious. Yeah, it's firm. Yeah, it's it, firm. So it's worth the skin. I'm not gonna eat your skin, but I'll take it off to eat the the good cheese. The brie is disgusting. Um, okay, here's the question. So, uh, buyer cheeseburger. What's the best cheese for a cheeseburger? Again, I have the. the Diet of an eight-year-old. Um, it's okay. Which, that doesn't. Yes. These are, there's no wrong answers to these questions. I know. I know. I I just like to set it up. <laughs> I, I like to make a short story long. The so I'm not a big cheeseburger guy, but I will put a Parmesan crisp on my burger. Wow. Yes. That's not eight-year-old. That's like that's kind of advanced. And it gives you a different texture. But I yeah. like my burger plain. Otherwise, like I don't I don't get cheeseburgers at mcdonald's or wendy's it's got to be a plain hamburger but and if i put a cheese on i'll put a nice parm crisp is that because the of the need. texture do you don't like melted cheese on your food is that is that the deal um i don't i like i'll put a slab of cheddar on a baked potato and be good like mm-hmm. you know i'm fine with fine with that aspect i just didn't like the combination with the uh with the meat and the bun but I like really, garlic bread. I think bread. that's the whole thing. Like yeah. I love the I love the meat, bun, cheese, tomato, maybe a little avocado, mm-hmm. ketchup, just all together. That's why I love cutting it in half so I can look at the layers of it. Like, man, that is a beautiful thing right there. That's a good one. Um, there's lots of cheeses we're forgetting too, guys. Blue cheese. They have no time for blue cheese. No, no sprinkles on your burger or salad. God, or I hate blue cheese. Suzanne hate my wife. Suzanne is also not a blue cheese fan. At no, all, no, no. She's with you on that one. Um, I'm not not a blue cheese guy. Uh, mozzarella, I think, is very versatile. I, I've I've become a bigger fan of it. Right, uh, gorgonzola, which is also in the blue cheese. I can't do it. No thanks. Romano is is not bad. Um, have you ever tried Ray Romano cheese? It is. I have not. <laughs> I have not. You know what you do? You go across the, go across the street to your parents' house. They usually have it. Is it everyone loves Ray Romano cheese? Or? What about Asiago? Do you ever find like yourself, like you get some Asiago cheese and you just feel like you're somehow morally superior to everybody? What kind of cheese is that? Asiago. Yes. It's on a ciabatta and I'm having Asiago. 
Asiago. Five is, cheese bland. What about what about uh, is it cotija? How do you how do you pronounce it? Um, the crumbly Mexican cheese that's really good on stuff. That's actually really good on eggs too. I think we're all waiting for John to answer. <laughs> I don't. All I know is it casiki. That's the only the cheese I I know from Mexican cheese. C o t i j a. Nah, it doesn't ring a bell. Nothing. No. What about feta? Feta, well, yes. Where are we on feta? Gross. Really? Yeah, that's. I that actually like feta cheese. on a salad. Dude. I like feta on a salad and goat cheese on a salad. Ah, fellow goat cheese. I, you, that's good. I like. I like that you at least enjoy goat goat cheese. It's very, very. Um, what's what I'm looking for? Uh, it's, new, it's kind of a neutral, kind of a plain, creamy cheese. Yeah, but it's There's nothing not it, a lot to it. Would you say it's an ac- acquisition type of cheese? Like it's not something people go out there and. Uh, and want it's something you have to kind of like get get used to after a while, because sometimes most cheese you could just eat, right? Maybe not. I don't, <laughs> I don't know where you went with going with that. Well, I, I, you, it is not is not one. No one goes like, "Hey, can you cut me up a couple slices of goat cheese? I just want to pound some goat cheese." Havarti. I like Havarti. Havarti is a good creamy cheese. I can eat by itself. What is that crap they put in oh. um, in ravi? Uh, not uh, in, uh, lasagna. What? It's like a cream cheese looking <laughs> cheese. Like, Mozzarella? No, it's it's the gross stuff. Uh, it looks like it looks. We like, haven't mentioned Munster. I like Munster cheese. I like Monterey Jack cheese. Um, I could just see Jason going into a Italian restaurant and going, "Hey, with that lasagna, Rico- don't put oh, that stinky ricotta. Stuff. Ricotta? Yeah, ricotta yeah. cheese. Ricotta cheese. Ricotta uh, is it ricotta? Yuck. or Ricotta. It's ricotta. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're not a ricotta guy. No. Not to be I'm confused not a Swiss with guy. You mentioned Swiss. I'm, I just, I don't do the Swiss. You know how I feel about Swiss cheese? I'm neutral. Neutral. Oh. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, that's a cheesy dad joke. Man, that's a terrible one. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Reminder, download the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. We got the third hour. It's pod only. It's a lot of fun. Um, list today is the top 10 NFL teams. I got, uh, I got a twofer for your pick of the day. And um, I think the you're annoying is a really good one. You're annoying. You're annoying. Uh, let's, uh, let's welcome in Mark Dominic, who joins us. Of course, uh, 20 years in NFL front offices. Of course, he's the general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's a scouting guy, front office guy at GM. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb show. Uh, he, he's got a bad hamstring, so we don't know his status moving forward. But you ever seen anything like this with Russell Wilson, where I think everybody generally respected him as being a really good quarterback? Uh, changes teams, and I mean, there's some arm strength issues, there's some mobility issues, and then just not seeing the field. I can't remember a trade or signing working out this poorly for a quarterback. It is bizarre, right? Especially a guy that's been a franchise guy. And I, I can't help but wonder with John Schneider and Pete Carroll, if there's something else going on, and I really don't know, but I wonder if they felt his heart wasn't into it or maybe he was just playing to play, but he wasn't living football anymore. I, I don't want to throw that at Russell because he seems like he wants to win, but it's just such a dramatic difference of a football player. And I see what you see, and I just wonder if they're like, he's playing for a paycheck now. He's not playing because he's got to have it, and then sometimes that catches up. But, you know, you rarely do see it at the quarterback position, but I'm starting to wonder – if that's where Russell is, and, and that's where the, the Seattle Seahawks realized it and said, hey, let's go ahead and move him because he, he's not into it anymore. It's a weird thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a – how fixable is are their issues? Well, I mean, you think they're fixable. I mean, getting back Quinn Maneras, uh, I thought was a big piece of the puzzle for them last night, you know, because he's, I think, one of these young, unique, all-pro all, all type of guards. But, I, I, you know, defensive, I think they're in good shape. I think Jero Evero has done a great job with the defense. I feel like he's a good coordinator, young guy as well as Coach Hackett. But, you know, I, I, I'm just uh, baffled by it. And I don't know if it's fixable because the one piece that's got to go is the quarterback. And so I know that Nate Hackett can continue to work with, um, with Russell and trying to figure out what's the common ground between them. But, you know, it's been disappointing. They had a good first quarter, and then they just fizzled the rest of the game. And to me, that's not the way it's been with Nate Hackett with other quarterbacks. So I don't know what the, the issue is other than, like as Coach Hackett said, we all got to up our intensity or our game plan. And I got to think that's a little bit directed towards Russell and his intensity towards the game. 
there, there's uh, there's some criticism of Brady, not just for laying into his teammates, but for missing a walkthrough to go to uh, his ex-owner's wedding. H- how would you have handled it if you were general manager of the Bucks in that situation? Well, ex-owner's wedding, a walkthrough on Saturday. You think Tom Brady, 20-something years, I would have understood. And I think the team would have understood a walkthrough. So, I, I mean, I get that. I think the problem is that Tom's got so much on his brain. And I think you're seeing a Tom Brady that's trying to process so many things that he looks okay, you know, because we're used to seeing Tom Brady be the GOAT. And right now I think he's dealing with so many emotions, so many things on and off the football field that he's struggling. And he isn't playing to the elite level that we're so used to him playing because I don't see anything different in his arm strength. I don't see anything really different in processing. I just don't see the same guy that's been able to lift the entire team up. And, you know, I, I don't mind a, you know, a quarterback going in and laying into his offensive line. I think that's okay, and I think those guys took it the right way. But, uh, you know, it's interesting to me. I mean, you think about the, before the season started, Doug, and now where we are, you know, six weeks in, you know, the AFC, well, say the AFC West and the NFC West are supposed to be like powerhouse divisions. And it actually is the AFC East and the NFC East. I mean, that's crazy that those, you know, the divisions I thought were going to be the ones that were going to be the most fun games to watch really have not been, even though I, I know that Kansas City's playing well. Yeah, what's missing with the Chargers? Well, I, I think, you know, they made it through the game last night, which was huge. Obviously, the huge special teams play at the end of the game on the punt gave them a position to be able to get Hopkins on the field and make the kick. But I think what's missing, there's just a team that's snake bit with injuries and can't seem to get away from it. And they have been like that for a decade, Doug. I mean, I don't understand. They've changed out their training staff. They've changed out their, their strength staff. And they're still a team that cannot seem to find a way to stay healthy. And I don't know what that is, but that's what's wrong with the Chargers. Other than that, I think they're in good shape. They just they really need that bell cow type of running back, and they have never really found that guy that's 222 pounds, which is like, hey, look, we're going to give him to him 22 times this game. That's not what they have, and that's the only thing I think they're missing. Well, they, they had a Melvin Gordon. He wanted too much money, and he hadn't been the same yep. since, and they haven't been the same since. Then there's the, the J.C. Jackson thing. Like, God, he was awful last night. And like, I, the penalties, there were too many penalties last night. The P.I. penalty, it wasn't great by him, but uh, he thought they were in man and they're in zone. That's the touchdown he gave up. Then he's squatting on a route at the end of the first half. That leads to a field goal. And I I know that signing free agents is like a 33%, right? That's what NFL people tell me. Like one-third of the free agents really work out. But, I mean, they had to get him off the field. No, I know. That one I haven't seen this early in a free agent signing. No, I know, and, and I think there's a couple things that I learned as I got deeper into my world of GM is you have to really get to the knowledge of two different things. Number one, why did this player become a free agent, and could what's the reason? So, and it seems so simple, right, Doug? It's like, what's the why? And then also, like, why, what's this team's history with that position in terms of letting guys to the market? Is a team like the Baltimore Ravens who they just don't pay receivers. You know, they usually just draft them and rotate them through. And so you understand that maybe a Baltimore guy is a guy they're just not going to keep very often because they're just going to let them go through the system and go. The Patriots have been a team that really hasn't let go of DBs unless they really have not Malcolm Brown or Malcolm Butler, excuse me, just didn't work out, you know, and you saw him kind of move teams. But, you know, they held on to Logan Ryan as long as possible. They held on to McCourty's as long as they could. McCourty's as long as they could. So they never let go of the guys they really believe in. And those are the two things. So you've got to look at the position you're signing from the other club, and then why is that club letting them go? You know, I signed a guy named Vincent Jackson from the Chargers, but that's because he didn't want to play. He had just got on the franchise tag, and the club had offered him less than the franchise money. And once I found out what the whole surroundings were, it made sense to me, like, okay, this guy's going to become a free agent, and then he goes to Tampa. Sadly, he's obviously passed. But 
Now, he played out all five years, which is rare for a free agent, and he had great production up through those five years. So it's, it's a simple question, but I've learned, sadly, as I was deeper into my GM, answer those two questions. What has this club usually done with that position, and why do they usually let those guys go, or do they usually keep that position? And number two is, what am I maybe missing for them to actually let him out the door in the first place? The Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Mark Dominic. Of course, 20 years in the National Football League and scouting in front offices and the general manager of the, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, you, you mentioned the Ravens not paying wide receivers. They, they do pay their tight ends, and they're going to have to pay their quarterback. They're already paying them $24 million this year. Uh, where are, what, what's missing with the Ravens? Well, I don't know if there's a lot missing with the Ravens. I, I, I still think, you know, obviously right now they're they're – Three and three is not what anybody expected them to be at this point. At the same point, they're still in first place in their division, and that's what's scary about them because you don't really want to play them. Look, they've been Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, right? Win, loss, win, loss, win, loss. And so uh, they've got a Cleveland team that obviously they should be able to take advantage of and win that game. But when I look at the, the Ravens, i, I got to think it's, it's still trying to figure out defensively uh, that they're not quite uh, all on sync at the same page. And, and that's the thing that I think I feel when I watch this team. Uh, is that area where you know they're they're doing a good job getting to the quarterback, but they're not, uh, I think, at the level where I thought they would be uh, with the young players they've had. They've, they've struggled against the run a little bit, and I think that's something that's kind of showed up to me as well. But I think overall, uh, this team has, um, you know, they've played well enough. They just haven't finished. I think the right way to say it is they haven't finished games, and I think that's what's wrong with this team is they've been in position, just couldn't finish. And if you go, uh, and those stats are stats. But if you go in their points scored by, by quarter, you'll look, they scored 34 in the first, 58 in the second, 44 in the third, and only 22 in the fourth quarter. And they've been outscored in the yeah. fourth quarter, 22 to 64. So that tells you a huge piece of the puzzle of why this team's 3-3 three three right now. I, I, I completely agree. I, I've picked that up with the Eagles. Now, I know the Eagles have, have had leads and sometimes big leads, but I don't know if you realize, they're 30th in second-half scoring. Really struggles uh, scoring in the second half. And like it, it feels like they have a great plan. Um, the 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 fifteen plays or so they have scripted. They they have a, a great feel and they work out. And then once they get to the second half, it's dialed way back. And then if, if they told Jalen if he doesn't like it, just run it, right? Just just run it. And that's working for them. Does that work long term? Well, I, I don't think it will work long-term. Look, I think the Eagles are uh, the feel-good story. A lot of people, they, they were the sweetheart darlings going into the preseason. They're proving that true, being 6-0 at this point. And you're right. Um, it's working for them. Here's the thing. They're terrible in the first quarter, too. And, and, and if you add up the three quarters, first, third, and fourth for them, they've scored 49 points total. They scored 112 points in the second quarter. So if you can beat the Eagles in the second quarter, you got a chance to win the game. I mean, that's just yeah. simple because well, they're also, that's they're where they're playing. playing. They kind of they got a soft schedule too. So kind no, of I think that's I mean, the one. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's the one thing you got to keep your eye on with the Eagles. It has not been the schedule. It's, it's kind of like last year where they won a bunch of games, but then you look back at the season and go, eh, they really haven't beat anybody." But then you go forward, right, Doug? You got Pittsburgh, Houston, Commanders, Colts. Okay, Packers are struggling. It's not there, and so I think that they're in a good spot to be. A really high seed, but I don't think they're going to make it to the to the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I mean, some of it's the division you cross over against, right? Like, and that's why that division has been yep. so good, as opposed to some of the other divisions we had higher, loftier expectations of. What did you learn as a guy who's been in this game for over twenty years? What did you learn from the Bills going into Kansas City and getting that win? Uh, I learned a team that, you know, it was interesting that game, you know, some people talked about how low scoring it was and thought it would be higher scoring. And it was both teams obviously had that first possession. They turned the ball over in the red zone, which is rare. 
but it, it's a hostile environment, and it was a huge win for Buffalo to walk in and walk out of you know Arrowhead Stadium and be able to say, hey, look, we, we got the W and we got out of there. And, uh, you know, it just continues to prove that I think the team, as much as I'm a Kansas City guy, I started my career in Kansas City with the Chiefs and loved it there, um, you know, Buffalo is a uniquely talented football team, and they are able to take on anybody anywhere. And I know they had to hiccup against the Dolphins, but they doubled them up offensively. So that one uh, isn't quite the, the way I think it is. I think Buffalo's only real opponent for the rest of the season is health. And if they can stay healthy, they're going to be in great shape, especially Vaughn Miller. I think Kansas City will be at their end. I'm hoping they're that, that's you know, just talking about Major League Baseball playoffs. I'm hoping they're the one and two seed because I want to see that in the AFC Championship game again. We got a fire sale in Carolina, and uh, they already obviously already parted ways with Robbie Anderson. They got a malcontent wide receiver out the door. What's the conversation like? Again, let's put you back in your GM chair. You pick up the phone. You call Carolina. Um, how do you how do you approach what many deem to be a fire sale? Yeah, so I think what you do first off is you look at the roster and sit there and say, okay, am I a, am I a buyer for Christian McCaffrey? Am I a buyer for you know Brian Burns or whoever you like, one of the corners, maybe Dante Jackson or something? And I think then you've got to go and you, you pick up the phone. If you're more aggressive, and you should at least go and find out, hey, Scott, you know, Scott Fitterer, who's the GM. Scott, you know, we're, we're toying around with Christian McCaffrey. And I just need to know what you, what's your thoughts and what you want. And this is a one-on-one, you know, GM to GM. And so there's going to be a lot of honesty and trust there that we find out. And then, and then I sit there and say, because that, that name's been out there. And then I sit there and say, can you give me some other names that might be on? We're looking for some help. on the beat. So I want him to say the names. I don't want to be like, hey, what about Brian Burns? Or what about, you know, whichever corner, you know, Dante Jackson or somebody else or one of these linebackers or something. I want him to say the name. So I mean, I'm going to go in and, and attack the guy that everybody wants to talk about, rightfully so. He's a great player and can stay on the field. But I want him to tell me the other names that are available. And that way I can say, okay, let me dig onto them. Are you doing anything in the next 24 to 48 hours? Or are you going to hold tight for a second? Because I need to do some work. Don't call. Don't do anything till you call me back, or I'll call you in like two days. Sound good? Good. And that's how you end the conversation. And then you dig into those players that he kind of says, and has your pro department get to work and talk to your, you know, your head coach, and, and then you talk to ownership a little bit about is there something you want to do here while you still consider is, is Christian McCaffrey even a guy you're you're in the game with? But that's how you dig out the information, and then you've got to keep it internal. You, you don't share it, and you, you keep it to yourself because you don't want to blow up Scott Fitterer and, and his locker room as well. Uh, you know, I, I think that's a, a tough spot to, to be in. But, you know, uh, I wasn't surprised how quickly, uh, you know, uh, the wide receiver just got dumped over to Arizona based off of how he handled He basically got himself out of there. And it was amazing, not surprising, but amazing that Robbie Anderson, you know, kind of blew up the way he did to make sure he was shipped out ASAP and, and he got what he wanted. Yeah, but does that make you cautious? I mean, shouldn't Arizona be cautious of it, right? Guy's been talented, but he had a running with the cops – Going back to there, and now all of a sudden, you know, the second they fire the coach, he blows up. I mean, look, talented guy, but every team he's been on is a loser in the NFL. And, you know, you're trying to complete the culture change. Like, does that matter when you're making that acquisition? Well, here's the thing. I, I look at when, I'm, when you're talking about bringing players to your organization, I, I, there's a couple things I look at. Number one um, is, you know, who's in my room right now with him? And I understand, look, all these players aren't going to sit there and, and, you know, it's not like A.J. Green's going to cuddle up to Robbie Anderson. Hey, buddy, let me help you out here. It's like, no, but is A.J. going to be a good uh, mentor for him? Is he going to be a good person to be around him? Absolutely. Then that's, the best. That, that, absolutely. And so that's the way I look at it. And, 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 I, and I know how tough, you know, Sean Jefferson is as a former player and a wide receiver uh, coach. I know he can handle his room because Sean's a very uh, – 
uh, outgoing, very strong voice uh, position coach. So can he handle a person like Robbie Andrews? Absolutely. I mean, here's what Sean will do to him because Sean's played the game. Sean's going to be like, this is your last stop, big dog. Like, this is it. So if you mess this up, good luck. You're not getting back in the league. Now, you can say whatever you want, but, you know, we got DeAndre Hopkins in here. We've got A.J. Green in here. We've got players in here. You can either be part of this or you can be an anti. I'm not sure how soon you're going to play. We'll just figure it out. But we gave you a landing spot, and you got to understand that, you, to your point, Doug, you've been in all these different spots. If you don't toe the line, you're going to be at home on Sundays pretty soon, and you're not going to yeah. like that. And that's exactly yeah, not everybody who's talented. Just because you're talented doesn't mean you're in the league. You got to be in the league to help us win football games. Uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. The story goes: Mitch Trubisky got into it with a teammate at halftime, and then Trubisky gets benched. Uh, then Pickett gets hurt. He comes in, and he's a star. I get dudes get into it in the locker room. What do you think of the of the? And they're doing a good job of keeping it in house. Like Mike Tom's like, well, if it happened, it happened. If it didn't, it didn't. I ain't saying anything. But what do you think of the you know defensive players going after offensive players, etc.? Well, it's never good, and that's the frustrating part, right? When you sit there and see a a football team that's been so you know so uh, have such a winning record for so many years in a row. Um, you know, but I think that, you know, when you go into this game, I'm, I'm not taking too much into it. They just came off of, and I think that Mike's a great coach. I don't, you know, when there's kind of words of Mike Tomlin being on the bubble, there's no shot of Mike Tomlin being on the bubble. They just had a, a huge win against Tampa Bay. Uh, I, you know, Mitchell Trubisky's going to have to step up sometimes or step in sometimes and make plays. He did a good job in that game, right? I mean, nine for 12, he had the touchdown and he really found, you know, Chase Claypool, and then they made some plays. And I think that's got to be helpful for the entire locker room now going forward. The nice thing about Kenny Pickett is he got better every week. Uh, in my personal opinion, obviously the Jets was a terrible start, but you kind of expected that when you just get thrown in there, um, especially as a rookie. But he got better, a little bit better every week. Now, this is Mitchell's team for a minute, and then I think it will go back to Pickett. But it's good to have uh, Kenny Pickett get some, you know, some time underneath his uh, vest, especially as ugly as it was against Buffalo. Uh, for him just to have to play through that and understand that and get ready for the next week. But then uh, I don't make too much of the locker room mad because I kind of want them to be emotional. You know, we're two and four and we're not used you gotta, to gotta that. Gotta yeah, totally. exactly. you got to care. Totally. you, you, you gotta, gotta care. Uh, last thing, what do you think Belichick's going to do at quarterback? Well, <laughs> I mean, I think he's going back to Mac Jones and Mac Jones can tell, help me. But I think it'll be a short leash. Uh, you know, Zappi's played great. I mean, it's not, it's not like Zappi's, you know, just kind of a flash in the pan. And the reason I say that is, uh, and I know it's it's simple to say, but when you look at Zappi in, in his games, they they trust this kid. Like last week, they had him throw. You know, the first time this is what you see for young quarterbacks. When Mac Jones was in there, the first two games, they threw the ball at least thirty times every time. Then Zappi comes in, they're like, oh, let's just throw it fifteen times. Okay, we kind of trust this kid. Okay, let's throw it twenty-one times. Hey, I really trust this kid. Let's throw it thirty-four times. So now they're you know Zappi, when you're watching a coaching staff say, hey, this kid can handle it. He can put he can process it. And there, you saw that in New England has seen that now. I think Zappi's got to show a couple more games uh, to be that good, but there's no reason why a fourth-round pick can't be better than a first-round pick. You can ask RG3 and Kirk Cousins that. Yeah, no, and, and it happened. Gus Farratt was better than... Um, yeah, Heath Schuler. Uh, uh, Heath Schuler, right? Heath Schuler's first-round pick, Gus Farratt, seventh-round pick. It, it, it has happened. Man, that was great. Mark, uh, can't wait to talk to you next week. Learn more about the NFL every time you're on. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, buddy. All right, Mark Dominic, he's outstanding, right? He's just like, I don't know how we got him on, but he's so good. He's so good talking about real conversations you have with other GMs. Hey, come back in two days. Don't worry about it. Just don't do anything without me. It's good. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. 
The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let's get to the press. The press. Danny, what do you got? Doug, starting out with uh, a couple of things. First of all, in the NFL, Colts owner Jim Mercer just told reporters that he believes that there is merit to removing Dan Snyder as the owner of the Commanders, saying that he believes that the league may also have the 24 votes needed to oust Snyder as owner. Ursay saying it makes sense. You don't have to have a dossier. Everybody knows of his past issues. They're already on display, so he can. He doesn't have to worry about repercussions. Sure, sure, absolutely. Uh, Andrew Friedman, of president of the Dodgers, talking today about their ouster from the playoffs and maybe the reasons behind it. Apparently, Dave Roberts should not be as criticized as harshly as he is. The expectations here are incredibly high. Those expectations are shared by everyone that works here. In the front office, in the coach's room, Dave, our players. I personally don't think the criticism that Dave has received has been fair. I think it's human nature to want to point the finger at someone. And I feel like this was an organizational failure in the postseason. Do you know what, you know, you know how you explain the Dodgers beating them 
uh, what, 14 out of 19 times, then losing to them uh, in a best of best of five series. How's that? That's baseball. That's an that's baseball. Say. Jason that's, Stewart. That, that's baseball. I just think it's really fresh for a guy to say that the uh, person that he gives all the orders to, yeah, the guy that takes my orders and implements them in games and is a complete puppet to my puppet, puppet master is unfairly criticized. I think that's his way of saying I am unfairly criticized because Dave Roberts doesn't make his own decisions. That's why he's not going to fire the guy. All he does is take your orders, and he's the one that gets criticized You're unfairly. out of order. You are out of order. You have ar- you are out of order. All rise. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Aaron Judge's homered. Yankees lead 4-0 in the second. All rise. It is high. It is ball. All rise. Phillies, Padres who begin the next round. Looks like the looks like the Yankees will survive the night, right? The Yankees will survive the night. That that's definitely good for the ratings. Uh download the uh Doug Gottlieb show. In the bonus podcast, it's live now on the iHeart app. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 